Hello, good morning, everybody. This is the Valley folk doing the Valley cast. And this morning, we're a bunch of tired boys, and one of us is very, very sick. Elliot? Hey. Sick as in (laughs) awesome? Thanks for having me. Both. Uh, Both. I'm sick with the coronavirus, which I've never had before. Fauci's um, kiss. Fauci's kiss. (laughs) And uh, it gave me quite a Frencher. Uh, And I've been uh, sick for, I think, going on two weeks. I caught it from... My wife, who caught it from her family who flew across the country to hug her in her time of need for her sickness. Uh, Sorry, this is God's kiss. This is crazy. So in case case folks have not heard and you're finding out now, this is an awkward way to say it. But my wife, lovely wife, released a video explaining that she was recently diagnosed with something called breast cancer and then uh, around that same time we both got sick with uh covid from her way that's what happened yeah and so she had she had covid cancer jesus christ and uh and then the big c and the little c exactly and um covid19 and cancer triple triple positive so we uh were she's better now from the covid and now she's waiting on me to get better from the covid so did the COVID prevent any like treatments or anything like that? Uh, there's been a couple complications, but it seems like it's all going to be okay. It's definitely maybe delayed. It, it, I think it all worked out. It was a little scary okay. there for a second okay. that it was going to delay some stuff, but um, everything's going okay. Which family Easy. member feels the worst? Do you think about it? Um, I could definitely <laughs> name names, but they uh, they're doing you don't better throw now. Anybody under the bus? <laughs> Nobody did that on purpose. Yeah. So you just, no, no. And unless <laughs> it was cousin Gary. Cousin it Gary. was cousin Gary. Unless it was cousin Bobby Bro- Iger. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. Do you see the humor in it? Like, is everybody seeing the humor in it and kind of just going with stride? Or are you like, this sucks. It's raining. It's pouring. It won't stop. Definitely both. I think at first yeah. they were some people were really upset and um, freaking out because they, <laughs> I think they gave you know your daughter their daughter or someone cancer. <laughs> but uh, at the at the height of just learning, you're one of the most immunocompromised. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. that's and, what's also interesting is that you did not get it in the initial wave. Never. Of COVID. Like you, never the initial it. ten waves. This is your yeah. first your first I go, guess that's right? True. Yeah. Grace has had it. I've been, my everyone I know has had it, and I've never had it. And I've never. I I thought maybe I would get better immediately and nev- not have any symptoms, but it just feels like a brain fog. You guys know. I feel oh, like yeah. I'm very late to the party. It's a very uh, boring. You know, um, <clears throat> it's interesting because like you know they talk about like the like long COVID and um how the brain fog doesn't go away or or something like that. And I kind of. Like, you know, I was reading some of these articles about how, like, some people just feel like the brain, the brain frog, the brain frog, the brain. Fro- there you go. The brain the fa- frog. No, the Fauci Pixar's frog. You guys frog. have heard of it. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, maybe it's the weed, but the brain fog has hung around like beyond COVID. Like I had some kind of respiratory issues that also lasted like a real long time. Joe, did you really? ever get it? I got it. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, it was a uh, for me. It was a rough three days. Yeah, uh, temperature changes while I was sleeping, and then uh, <laughs> I just didn't. Po- I didn't test negative for like three weeks, so I was just yeah. like alone in a room. Yeah, 
Yep, that's basically it. Uh, I'm getting you... very stir crazy. Yeah. Well, welcome you got... to the club, man. Welcome, you got... welcome to the COVID club. Thank you. Yeah, we'll get you your card soon. Um, yeah. Did you get? So it sounds like this wave of COVID from everybody else that I've talked to is more like a lot of chest congestion. Like that's, that's all what... I've had. Yeah. Okay. And even that isn't bad. Like symptom wise, like I sound worse than I am. I've I've been okay physically. It is just mental stuff for the vast and fatigue. Like I'm sleeping, like it's unreal. <laughs> Yesterday I was like, like could not hold my head up, falling asleep, and I hate that very much. I don't like. The I know. Entire... Isn't that a weird feeling when you're like you you've already slept enough, and yeah. you wake up and your body's just like, no, we could close our eyes now again and just go right back to bed yeah that's just your body going like listen we're using other things right now yeah. for healing so keep sleeping it we're just shut it, it down yep. yeah but you know it's gonna be okay and we're all gonna be great and everything's good how are you guys <laughs> yeah we're on uh, strike we're on strike man this is day this what is this day two day three of the strike it's gonna be and a we- long long time uh, but Monday should be the official second business day of the strike. The okay. SAG after a uh, join joining the rest of the. Yeah, I know. Uh, who, who was this original with the WGA? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's the WGA and SAG after now combining forces. Yeah. And it seems like a devastating. This could be potentially a devastating blow to those rich fucks up in their towers watching all these people pick it out there could be could be yeah because i mean this is really like you know the writers really do make you know hollywood work regardless of how good writing is in general but uh I know what you mean. No, I know what you mean. What'd you just say? (laughs) No, I've had a few moments where I've watched something that's been written and been like, "Mm -mm." you know, Joe, we talk a lot about movies that we like because the writing's good and movies we don't like because the writing's bad. But regardless of those two things, the writing (laughs) is very important in Hollywood (laughs) for movies to. uh, Steve took like one one drag too many, I feel. (laughs) What I'm saying is, is that with the writers being out of commission and now the actors being out of commission, it should be quite an interesting state of events that will unfold. It will be interesting. It does seem like the other side is super digging their heels in. Certainly. Uh, So it'll be really interesting to see where it goes. The, the, The SAG WGA side of it, they're being very good with their PR, like uh, picking out that crazy, like, perpetuity ai thing they offered did you guys see that yeah it's crazy like, like it's the yeah. perfect for those of you that don't know what we're talking about they offered 200 dollars to background extras if they would come in so 200 is basically the day rate they come in for their day they let a computer scan their faces and their performance and they get 200 dollars for that and then the studios get to use that image and replicate it and put it in background scenes for the rest of human eternity. And this was unbeknownst <laughs> to the background actors. I, I was reading a, a personal account of a background act, a professional background actor who said he went to work and there was this like big giant tent <clears throat> and all of the background actors were like in line to get into this tent. And he was like, what's this, what's this for? And they were like, they're just taking like continuity photos. And usually continuity photos are taken 
when a actor gets into a costume and someone comes around and mm-hmm. takes a Polaroid of that, of their makeup and everything, and they go, okay, this is what you're supposed to look like for the next four weeks. So don't forget. And we won't forget. And it's very important for continuity of the movie. And then that Polaroid goes on a wall. Yeah, it does. With a thumbtack. Yep. Uh, but apparently in this case, what they what was happening in there was they were getting their photographs taken in 360, 360 degrees. So they were taking like photos of like Super every Polaroid, right? Every angle. I mean, they're like, why are you doing this? You don't need to take every fucking angle. We're background. And it turns out that they were using this data to um, what Joe was saying so that they can use these the, these like models. They can basically wrap the texture of the photo around a 3D body and then it'll look like a real person. And then they could just use that whenever they want for $200. And that's insane. That's yeah. not okay. It's like, it's a, it's a, you know, what what's there's a lot of things on the table monetarily but there's a lot of things on the table that are going on with uh you know just the future of the industry with all the technology and ai and stuff like that uh so what people tend to forget that you know all you know we're all monsters in la but what people tend to forget is that like i was even talking to my dad about it he's like well why (laughs) why do they need more money and i was like are you talking about the studios he's like no the actors and i'm like dad you're talking about like I know what you're doing right now. You're talking about like Brad Pitt and five other people that get totally really fucking famous and rich totally. off of acting. This isn't totally. about them. This is about background that needs to like hustle and work his ass off and is basically a a day player put in the put in the fucking work uh, to eke out a living type of actor that you don't see and you don't know about. Um, those are the, that's that's the, what the big fight is for. Well, totally. And um, and and the people like Brad Pitt or the John Cusacks or whatever that are kind of mouthing off uh, with their two cents or what, I don't know if Brad Pitt said anything, but John Cusack, have you guys seen John Cusack? Like John Cusack's His been going on like a Twitter <laughs> profanity laden um, screams. I was like, I didn't I saw the tweet and I was like, who's saying this? And I looked at the name and I was like. Oh, someone! It must be someone else named John Cusack. No, <laughs> no, it's John Cusack, and it's great. Well, I'll try to look up, or or Elliot, if you want to look up uh, exactly what he said, it's very fun. It's very John Cusack. You can imagine John Cusack saying it uh, to this person. But even Ron Perlman, you know, Ron Perlman's come out and been like blah blah. But the thing is, is like you know, no, the- Ron Perlman came out and made a physical threat against a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they said they were using some dirty language also, saying that they, they don't care if people lose their oh, yeah. homes. No, no. Like they're going to hold out until people lose their homes. <laughs> no, I I know. I just think and, it's, <laughs> there's a difference between uh, he was nah, 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 and I will murder you and burn down your house. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, is like, like your dad was saying, <clears throat> and I think some people may be listening or in general, people need to realize that like, Certainly there are celebrities that don't need more money, but there are celebrities that are part of this guild that are standing in solidarity with everybody who is affected by this in a, in a like devastating way. Like the people that will lose their homes because they demand on the end, they demand 
they rely on the industry to you know get their monies and shit it's um, um, it's also emblematic of what happens in so many other industries and like sam cedar was talking about the good thing about this is the visibility of actors and show business makes it so that if this does work other industries that are less visible um that are in like service or uh yep. you know providing services it will offer them an opportunity to be able to do similar things to get better working conditions it's just kind of classic totally. like idealized union stuff if it were and and there's also like there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle but there's and there's a lot of demands but one of the int more interesting uh aspects of the strike was uh like residuals like back residuals or like uh yeah. i forgot what they were talking about how like and and john cusack actually specifically was talking about a friend who was like a, a series regular on a show that might still be going and uh they're owed like so much money from the work that they've already put in and there are a lot of actors that are like you know filthy rich that are also owed a lot of money that um you know studios promised a, a long time ago but then said like well there's no more money to give because this was a this movie was a flop or something or we we actually were in the negative with this movie like i think john cusack was specifically talking about say anything or he's holding up the boom box he said that there's like oh. he was owed a lot of like residual money from that but that the studio was like the movie is technically not a hit so we don't have any money from it and it's like what that doesn't make any sense so there's just all this like really greedy weird shit going on that needs to kind of end now yep. it seems like it's time have you guys seen some of the the uh like there there were uh celebrities leaving premieres to go like in join their yeah i know yep. me and me and the rest of the cast of oppenheimer left I'm yeah, glad you so did. you I'm guys glad all you went together. Yeah, well, Killian was like, I don't know if you know shit. And I was like, no, we need to, dude. And he was like, I'll follow your lead. And I was like, I know. Yeah. Typical. So, good. And what, what, about, about, what did Matt Damon say? He was three seats down, but I just heard him being like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. We probably like to leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah what, what about, about Robert Downey Jr.? Bobby Dobby, yeah, Bobby Downey. What about Bobby Downey? What did he Bobby, sound like? Bobby Downey Jr. was like, hey, you know, I guess we should, if you're right, you're right. We should get out of here. <laughs> Hey, I'm from New York. That's me, Robbie D. Robbie Downey. You call me Bobby Downey. Bobby uh, Downs. Dude, yeah, Bobby uh, Downs. There was this kind of, uh, there was this really funny uh, news cycle yesterday with uh, the premiere of the Haunted Mansion movie at, at Disneyland. Did you guys yeah. hear about this? Yes. It's pretty funny because it's like, you know, there are no celebrities doing like appearances or anything right now in solidarity for the strike. So with the Haunted Mansion premiere at Disneyland, they rolled out the red carpet. And since there are no celebrities attending it, they just have like Mickey and Minnie like walking the red carpet, <laughs> like Donald coming out. Like that's great. They're interviewing Donald or <laughs> Which is interesting because I'm pretty sure the Teamsters are like in um, solidarity with the other unit, and and Donald and them are Teamsters. Part, oh, are about. they? Shit! Yeah, I was a Teamster when I was a friend of. Damn. Movie. Yeah, those those theme very park funny. guilds want nothing to do with the 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 movie stuff. Maybe. So funny! I, like growing up, I don't know why, but the the word Teamsters always was just connotated with like 
a bunch of bad motherfuckers that yeah. will kick the shit. Like, yeah, that'll fuck break you. you. They're just working men. Yeah. Working. They break you. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they'll break your le- your legs. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And that was me in costume. <laughs> yeah, it's goofy. Um, did uh, did you guys? Speaking of news, because I know I've been off the podcast for a couple weeks, and thank you for handling it. But did you? Is it time? Do you want an update on all the the UFO? Yes, stuff? please. We've been dying, and I and you know there was a conversation the other day with friends, and we were talking about UFOs, and there were just like more skeptics in the mm-hmm. room, and. Yeah. I was like, man, if I had Elliot here, we'd have these skeptics uh, taking a second to think about this for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like we need Elliot's expertise here because I mean, look, sure, maybe maybe by now we should have proof. That, I think Joe, right? Joe just left. Joe just hates <laughs> it so much. He walked. Joe away. didn't even say anything. That might have been an emergency. Someone he went to the screaming. picket line. <laughs> He's like, I gotta go, guy. I gotta, I gotta go. go to the big line. You just see him walk by with one of those those signs. It's already the like <laughs> he's got like a headband on and like a camelback backpack. Um, have you kept up with the with the? I mean, I think being skeptical is great. I, I absolutely, I firmly, you know. But have you kept? Do you know what's going on? I know nothing. No, I I've been purposefully waiting to hear what's up. Dude, this is actually pretty crazy. So ah, I love it. What do you got, man? What's new? How so, could there be new shit? Like what what can you give me like a recap kind of? So you have this guy Grush, he comes out, he's a top intelligence guy. He's got clear top and clearance, and he's going He's the guy that this is all about, right? Like yeah. he's the one who started this whole thing. Okay. Yeah. He's saying, you know, listen, folks, we got a secret government program where they're reverse engineering and they have bodies of aliens. Mm-hmm. One of the most batshit things you could possibly batshit because you're like, where is that? And exactly. where's the proof? Back it up. Right. And then everyone's going. And then the someone I believe it was the intelligence something or other says he, they found his claims credible and urgent. And so then they start going, we're going to Marco Rubio, the Republican uh, representative and Luna, another Republican representative in the House. They set this meeting and it has now been on the it's now on the um, calendar for July 26th, a hearing in the United States House to hear witnesses speak about the um, the disclosure process or what they know to be true. Now, that's all fine and dandy, except. Except the House is like is like Little League compared to the Senate. So really what you want to do is you don't want to go before the House Oversight Committee. That's like Little League. What you want to do is bunch you bunch of clowns over there. Bunch of clowns. You want to go in front of the Senate Intelligence Committee. That's the bad that's bad boys. That's where you're going, uh oh, this is we're like gonna go to the top. Out of nowhere, a new piece of legislation drops. Get this. Sponsored by none other than the Senate majority leader, Chuck Schumer who is like one of the most powerful people in politics. He goes online on Twitter. He says, I'm following in the footsteps of my colleague, uh, Harry Reid, and we are going to initiate this uh, this bill, and it's going to get signed by the president. Are you ready to hear what this bill is? Whoa, whoa. This is, is recent? This is, re- this is a days ago, like two days ago. What's the it bill? It's actually on Friday. It's called, the title of it, Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Disclosure. 
The title may be cited as Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Disclosure Act of 2023 or the Whoa. UAP Disclosure Act of 2023. Whoa. That sounds so cool. They even in this, listen, this is so goofy. They have a list of descriptions, definitions. They include the term non-human intelligence. <laughs> this is so Whoa. funny. Okay, so and, they're including AI in there? Well, they say the term non-human intelligence means any sentient, intelligent, non-human life form, so not AI, regardless Whoa. of nature or ultimate origin that may be presumed responsible for unidentified anomalous phenomena or of which the federal government has become aware. What the fuck? Isn't that crazy? So they're basically So we're getting gonna... like government verbiage in relation to yeah. alien bodies and things like that. And there, it says that they're wanting eminent domain, which basically means that they're going to take back any craft that any private company has. Uh, and so there's all this like weird. And then that's after that's in Dude. addition to the hearing that's coming out on the 23rd, where they're saying this guy's credible. Uh, and they're just know, slipping in a little eminent domain in there. That is some that's some big time shit to yeah. have a government just say it's mine. Exactly. So they're literally going, that, it's mine. Is that in regards to the the rumors that like other countries have pieces of martian technology or things like that is that's that what that's all in reference to that's all in the little conspiracy yeah that's the mm -hmm. the idea they said that well they can't claim eminent domain over other countries they can claim eminent domain right over anything that's u.s well they they will say that they can um a lot of and, people don't believe in eminent domain <laughs> because it's fucking crazy it's you can't scary take people's stuff yeah the idea though is that the the other governments if there is some technology that they have that we don't have if our private companies have not wanted to give back what we have that other countries have then our government can be like no you got you got to give it back so we have what the other countries have but the wording in this is crazy because it says legislation is necessary because credible evidence and testimony indicates that federal government unidentified anomalous phenomena records exist that have not been declassified or subject to mandatory declassification review. And so basically they go into like how a misreading of the Atomic Energy Act of 1954 has allowed disclosure to not happen. So they're putting together a panel of eight people that will be handpicked by the president. And one of them includes like a sociologist, a historian, an economist, um, a wizard, a wizard and um, <laughs> two pimps and a uh, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. You gotta have a way. You gotta have. You gotta represent the magical arts in there if you're gonna. And one dark arts master. <laughs> <laughs> one master of dark arts. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah one. <laughs> uh, I love that. Well, so yeah. they're making a. So this is all happening in on the twenty sixth. The hearing on the house is on the 26th and it's open. And then there's a, um, which I doubt anything, you know, all this stuff is just like, I know, but I do think a lot of it is just, we have politicians that are super into sci-fi. Like they were all raised on sci-fi. And so they all want to believe this. We're all and so they're like, let's do it. Let's just make it. Yeah. Legislative. yeah. And just in case, but um, I mean, how fun it would be if it is all. Ah. And then so, this so all the, I mean, if they're getting the president involved, it seems like this is, this is kind of like, new movement yeah in the in this whole thing all the yeah. all the ufo reddits are they like team shift now like yeah he's one of us uh you mean schumer <laughs> or schumer yeah yeah Yeah, everyone's like oh yeah oh man okay this is a big deal and then they then the conspiracies just go off the rails like what are your someone... favorites or do you what are you liking right now there was an article i read that looked like um 
uh, that was somebody was saying that what is happening is there's a species um, of grays that have been around for millions of years, but they only use our own materials on earth. Uh, and then they are, um, they, they don't care about us. We're like ants to them and they've been performing experiment and it's like very detailed. And, oh, uh, I love and that. So that's showing them as more of like an antagonist. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it's very um, – they've made contact with us, and they've been around for a while, and they exist in the oceans, and they also have uh, seven bases, but one of them's on the moon. That kind of Whoa. stuff where you're like, oh, that is – it's very, like, creative. I feel I like mean, grays could... is already a derogatory term. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they know, actually that's, even always, more... that's what we've always called them in, since, like, the, like the 70s think, or something, right? I don't think that's okay, especially because there's probably so many colors of the rainbow when it comes to <laughs> – Right. life out well, there. Well, once they tell us what they want to be called, then we'll we'll give them that. You know, for now, what else are we supposed to call them? Typical Steve putting a, a whole interstellar species. Oh, you guys are saying grays. I thought you said gays. <laughs> and that's our podcast, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, that's scary that they like don't care about us, but they're here to like use our resources and like, you it's know, total, um, yeah, it's total, uh, like apocalypse fantasy. Like, yeah, it's very, you're not, um, but yeah, it's so crazy just to see the government being like, I guess we're just going for it, huh? Like, I almost was more comfortable when people were like, this is, there should be a stigma around this because you sound like a crazy person. Now the whole government's like, um, we're coming up with a team of people that are going to be disclosing aliens to the American public. And uh, <laughs> all right. Do we'll you see. think they're like, do you think that they, they, man, I don't know. The, Cause the thing with like it being like non-human uh, and, and the whole UAP thing means that we could be talking about things from like a, cause I, I know that it's so now to talk about like multiverse shit and like interdimensional things, but it seems like there is a slight acknowledgement of the possibility of uh, other planes of existence and beings from other planes of existence coming to visit. Right. Yeah. Like, and that stuff, the president's going to like look at real soon if they haven't looked at it already yeah that's what they claim here the biden has met them has met them like like high-fived yeah uh, oh oh oh, and also according to this article that that video of him meeting them is going to be revealed at the hearing so tune in whoa i love those i love it yeah i love that those people want it to happen so bad yep and the 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 you the imaginations that people have are really <laughs> I know. it's fun it is fun it is it's fun it's good times it's it's uh <laughs> could you imagine that's what they do they fucking release a video of biden <laughs> like hands. meeting aliens dude that no would be one so would believe. great that'd be I a think... great way to to make sure no one ever believed that there were aliens if you show me a video mm. of biden i'd be like that's pure worldwide new what was that tabloid back Whoa, in the day. Uh, weekly uh, world news in yeah. the inquirer yeah just like hey what's up um uh after the like the initial like hi i am president joe <laughs> biden of the united states of america of earth what you're a about pleasure to, to meet you so then, then <laughs> yeah. the other guy's like wah, wah, dwah, 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 dwah. and then there's a, like some kind of translation cool thing because they're way more advanced than us and then after that it's just like 
crazy unpleasant awkward small talk it's like, yeah <laughs> it's like so so what, hey. what's up what's the weather like on mars <laughs> dude i think it's like what do you want to do now just imagine <laughs> yeah. if they, yeah exactly so you guys want i got you guys want i got my my wife she she got lemonade do you guys want to go just sit in the Dude. living room? And, and one of them's like, sure. And then they drink the lemonade and they die. The lemonade yeah. kills them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they just disintegrate into dust or something. <laughs> wow, this is delicious. <laughs> just dead. But dude, like, and... imagine if imagine if there if there was like the president of the United States addresses the nation and says, What you're about to see is historic, is the history like Gee. a youtube video what's up guys joe biden no no it's like a full what press you are about <laughs> to see today <laughs> on this on this vlog and he's Joey got an B. intro he's got like an animated intro <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll be right back but no like uh look what if they were like you know it was fucking national news and they're like the president is addressing the nation and he's like here we, we wanted to share with you that we have made contact with uh with beings from from not from this earth and we have footage of this meeting and we want to show it to you and you and imagine seeing this and it's like you know we've seen cgi we've seen puppets we've seen that kind of stuff but this looks like legit this looks like this can't be fake i love that puppets was the second thing you went to because you know what if they so have, funny it makes they sense puppets, it's just such you know? a funny to see this we've seen cgi we've seen puppets we've seen puppets <laughs> we know what puppets look like we know what puppets look like and we know what puppets look like when you put them on a camera and you film them yeah you, there's a there's a puppet puppety feel to it it's very because uncanny that's puppet. not puppet yeah. exactly so like what if you were seeing this and you're like holy shit like this uh, this I mean, fuck, is this real? Like, there'd be people that are like, is this real? There'd be people that are like, all right, this is real. And then there'd be people that were like, this is fake, and they're using this for the election, and they're using this for, yep. you know, to for to favoritism for Joe Biden, or like, you know, distraction from the real shit going on, all of that. One but thing I, that I... Yeah, go ahead. Um, how, yeah, how would you guys re react to... That's what I'm saying. Like, how would you react to that? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I, here's what I know what I do. I get on our little tech star and I go, you guys see this shit? That's you what guys I would see do. this? Yeah. It's it'd be like, 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 hey, guys, you see this? You seeing this shit right you now? You guys seeing this? It's crazy. <laughs> I think it's alien. I think it's our president meeting aliens. Like, it might not be, but it could. It's just weird. It's weird that they're doing it. <laughs> anyway, you want you guys want to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would it take? What would it take for you to believe it's true? If Biden came out and was like, there's aliens, I'd be like, yeah, I don't think he would lie about that. Right? Like, how? Wh how? Well, yeah, Why? Like, looking. Yeah. I'd, yeah I still, think... I'd still need a little bit more than that, though, now that I yeah. think of that. I think I need to... Like, like what do you I'm think gonna... it is? Like, you need to see them? Like, you need to go to go to an event and see them? I need to go to a conference, a convention. A conference, yeah. yeah. A concert. And, see, and they're like, the aliens are doing like, a, a press tour. You need to go to Acon. <laughs> Alien Con? <laughs> <laughs> they have a panel they're doing a panel at alien Con. it's a mod moderated by nathan fillion i'm like joe really what excited. would it take what would it take for you to be like well i guess that's aliens then 
I don't know. I mean, it's honestly, I can't, it's such a, it's such a human existence altering, like, I know it changes everything step that you have to take in your mind. Like it may change nothing like ever in our day to day, let's say, but it changes everything in your mind and your place in the universe. And for religious folk, like who's their God, where's their, is this their God too? Like all this, like is that God, it's such a different step mentally that I can't answer the question. I don't know. It would yeah. be like changing the source code of all of our programs. Yeah. Like something is, things are going to change in weird ways because we're not, we wouldn't be the top of the food chain and we've, our entire existence have been right. like, where at the top. You know, yeah, I would be fascinated beyond, let's say I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I guess I'd be fascinated beyond belief one. And then I'd be also simultaneously terrified, like at the same time. It'd be very like, scary. Yeah. Like you would not know what to do. Now, the, the bigger, thing that i think we would currently on the trajectory we are on as a society and how we're like handling things we're we're having massive like traumatic news events every day but yeah. we have be, we've kind of like become numb to them over the last few years um what's like between the flooding and the, the heat and all this shit right i worry that everybody would be like oh that's cool and then we would move on to they would just yep. forget about it and be normalized to it in like two weeks yeah. After the news cycle stuff. You know, you're probably right in in like a general sense because it does feel like the general population is just kind of not interested in that. <laughs> like they're not they're not sci-fi nerds and they're not like they want to know how it affects their like bottom dollar, their like backyard. Yep, essentially. And I don't know if this does any of that. I mean, it, it certainly would challenge religious institutions in a way, probably. But and they've already got ahead of that. A lot of them. Right. I forget. Who was it? The was it the Vatican? One of them was just like, yeah, yeah. God, 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 aliens, God, oh, God is alien. God. Yeah, too. they're like all beings, all beings, all beings are God creation, creation, everything. So, yeah. God, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. it's an easy it's an easy snap of the fingers to get your congregation on board if you have a very devout congregation <laughs> like that's that's actually not that hard there will be some stragglers that'll be like these are eight. we no, uh, we never talked about this <laughs> dude there's still there'll be people we, who think they're demons and some like right or yeah, yeah. or yeah. they're from yeah. hell they're yeah they're they're the devil or they're like from means... space hell yeah <laughs> and <laughs> Where and the event horizon is from? If they are um bad boys, they might if they're malevolent, they might be very they might be like demons. Who knows? Yeah, I mean like the the thing is is like, dude, even right now even like we're dead. <laughs> we could be dead, yeah. But what if they look like prisoners, you know? Like what if they look like you know, we have them in, uh, you know, in Washington in a secret location and we're, you know, they're well taken care of and it's not real, you know, because I mean, they would. I love the idea them, of you. They? They I love them. I love the idea of you playing a president that kind of gives the location away, but <laughs> not the whole location. Yeah, guys, we got them in washington in an undisclosed location though that's so the other thing we're it's... good underground <laughs> but that's the other thing like wouldn't other countries be like hey wait a minute we should have access to those beings other also. countries are like wait united states we also also want to have sex with i mean have yeah. have <laughs> the ability to interrogate with our gen with our uh <laughs> 
I think it would be in the news cycle endlessly. Like updates on the beings, update like what like we still don't understand their language. We're like trying to learn their language. Like yeah, you know, I think there would be constant updates. And I, because even right now there is still like activity in the Titan sub subreddits about like like believe it or not, there are people who are still obsessing over minute details of the Titan sub incident. What's like the crazy? you're there yeah <laughs> i know that because i was there and now reddit is doing this thing where it like keeps even though you didn't join yeah. the subreddit yep. it keeps showing really you mm. and i'm like i don't want to do it anymore Leave you're me getting <laughs> algorithmed by reddit algorithmed by reddit yeah it's in, it's like kind of interesting now you gotta wonder like the most extremes re- responses that you would get to that that are like really big and kind of public or at least loud like i could imagine let's say in the crazy world where steve's president was like we're in washington in an undisclosed location kicking it with them we'll keep you updated there would be a faction of people that like are on the white house like trying to get on the front lawn to protest going kill the aliens yeah kill them they're unnatural they don't or send them you. home let them go home or something no, I, I say straight yeah. murder I, there'd be so yeah. many people that'd be like just kill them. it's this is a threat you gotta kill them yeah you know what i mean and then wouldn't they be like but if we kill them you know they might send more and then we're yeah. fucked who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I'm just saying. People's weird, man. We weird. Anybody who wants to kill the alien probably doesn't have a lot of forethought in general. Because <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. They're all guests right. on. Kill the beast. Exactly. Well, we've seen it totally in movies. Yeah. We've yeah. seen it in movies. It's like, why do you, you know, why do you want to study it? It's like, well, we want to fucking, you know, we want to see if we can use it for our own greedy American benefits. Um, They say that's where we got the microwave, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And fiber optic lighting and fiber optics in general. Dude, Ben Franklin. Um, also, 100, these 100 look, inventions. Yeah. What? Yeah. These little <clears throat> mm-hmm. that look exactly like the monolith from. Um, bah, bah, yeah. Bah. Exactly. Uh, bah, bah. Um, <laughs> Steve. What's up, buddy? Grace and I have gotten obsessed with a YouTube channel. Yeah. Called Ordinary Adventures. Do you know? Yeah, I do know Ordinary Adventures, and those are my friends. Are they cool? Peter and Kitra, yeah. Yeah, so Grace and I have watched probably like three three and a half to four hours total, maybe maybe longer of them. It, it, because they're so good. They're like the best like theme park vloggers that exist, I think. Yeah, and we can't figure out why we're, we're watching this so much. But, because they're um, so they're really great. Aren't they just like pleasant they're yeah they're just pleasant they're not like annoying and they're not like there's so many annoying and like what, what are they called who are they called ordinary, ordinary. yeah go ahead they do it at th- on three one two three ordinary, ordinary adventures okay there they are all right yeah what's up, guys and so hey. peter used to run slash film you know that movie website <laughs> slash film Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he had always been a big Disney nerd. And eventually he was just like, fuck it. I'm going to start a, a Disney vlog with my wife. They go to Disney stuff. And it's been like really awesome for them. They go, they get to go and do really cool events and stuff. And uh, yeah, they, I watched the, um, their start, the Star Cruiser, which is shutting down. Yeah. And I got to go twice. It was really interesting. Yeah. It's fascinating to watch this stuff. I know it's kind of like a little peek into these things that like we probably will never do. You know, I was talking, I was talking to uh, some friends last night about the whole like Disney adult thing and how like 
there's definitely like Disney adults, but like, I don't want to be in that category as because, you know, because it's like Disney adults are like a breed of people that like eat, sleep and breathe Disney and make it like their whole thing is that Disney is like the only thing they love. And then they go and they kind of like ruin things in the parks for people. And they like, uh, they go and they buy up all these. What do you mean by that? How do they ruin things in the parks? For well, people? they're usually annual pass holders and they come in with their like hoity toity annual pass holder attitudes. And they say like, we deserve things over the regular people that come here and they come Ooh. and they swarm all the exclusive stuff and buy it all up. And like, so like kids can't like children can't enjoy. Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> or people that are just visiting from out of town that have never been, you know, they or don't really Steve, think about the... who's not a Disney adult, but <laughs> Steve yeah. also wants that stuff. And when the other Disney adults, but get see, that's friends. the thing, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like I are getting it... to the root of this, but that's the thing. Like, I don't want the thing. Things the Disney adults want like the Disney adults want to go to like the Oogie Boogie Bash and like the like Mad Hatter dance party event and shit like that. And these are all things that like are on top of the admission of the park that you have to pay for to enjoy. And I'm kind of against that. I'm kind of against like paying additional like, you know, they'll close the park down after 5 p.m. for people who paid $250 a ticket to also come in on top of the Disney admission to do some kind of like Halloween bash or something. Like, those are things I'm not interested in. Like, I don't care about the popcorn buckets or the new churros or the new Disney ears and shit. Like, I feel like there is a breed of people who are like, feverishly into that stuff and we those were, are the disney adults yeah we we're watching and like the amount of things that like because it's not just there's another channel we'll watch that does the same thing at disney world but they are like true disney adults and i won't say who they are because there's they have, they have like no subscribers and so it's really weird because we'll watch them and it'll be like 45 <laughs> oh, people that's a weird that. that's a weird yeah. intimacy you're it's so weird i love and it it's it's like a weird um dark habit that we're getting into but uh they'll be like they'll find a new food or a new piece of merch or something and they'll go through and they'll, they'll find the details fine and we'll bust out laughing because like when we go to a park we see basically nothing like we have tunnel vision and we're walking around and we're like we're gonna do this right and we're gonna go this and then we're yeah. just like aloof to everything and then there are people who are like this new item is fre- this brand i haven't seen this one here and you can see that it has the the fabric on the sleeve matches the trim on the original splash mountain and you're like what is yeah your brain is is a different kind of brain that is an interesting way to describe it elliot because you're right there are people who go to disneyland and are like <laughs> They have goals and missions and they're like, we paid this money. We're going to go get the most out of the theme park experience. And then there's the people that are like, I need to go see this new item that's in a shop that like, you know, is it is a tribute to Walt or something. And there's all these like different interests when coming to the theme parks. And there definitely are. There is something fascinating about the people that are like, Cause even for me, like I love Disneyland. I am like truly one degree away from being a Disney adult. I think. Yeah, you're more but, like a Disney teen. 
Like, yeah. yeah. That was the other thing. It was like, I was trying to think of what the term is. It was like a casual Disney adult. <laughs> like, proto, like, proto Disney adult. Yeah, proto Disney adult. There's got to be something in there that doesn't lump you in with the Disney adults. But, you know, there's things that I'll see on TikTok where it's like, have you tried this menu item that's been there for 15 years that, like, is the best food in the park? And I'm like, I've never even fucking heard of this. Like, where are people finding this? This is crazy. Like, I thought I was attached to the Disney zeitgeist, but there's so many things out there that are like, I had no idea even existed. And I think Ordinary Adventures does a really good job of, like, showcasing things like that. What we find very, very funny is very often the food that they serve. And Joe, I think you'll appreciate this is some of the most disgusting looking. It's food. awful. Thank you. And it's, they it's will. It's awful, but I want it. They'll do this. They'll do this big close up and it'll be like nacho cheese, onions, potatoes, mac and cheese, bacon, and steak, bacon and like a <laughs> cheesy sprinkle on top. And like, you're like, that's so disgusting. Yeah. And they'll eat it and they'll be like. I find like a little league concession stand has more care than some of yes. the freaking shit that comes out of Disney. Well, I disagree. Before, I'll say I it again. <laughs> the most magical place on earth has some of the worst food options. I'm very disappointed and I'm always disappointed. Well, I think I honestly believe Universal is even worse with food okay. options. Like Universal is like worse because, you know, when you go to a theme park, you expect there to be at least what you would be able to get at like a carnival, right? Like you want like carnival food. You want like popcorn, hot dogs, things like that. And it's like Universal is like really rough on that kind of stuff. It's like you want a hot dog you gotta go all the way down to the lowest point of the park it takes like four hours to get over there and then you can get a hot dog yeah it's got to be like as far as theme parks go it's got to be close to the record for like biggest change in elevation from one, <laughs> one section to the next. It's, it's so like crazy. Two thousand freaking feet. It's yeah. so Dude, long. They, and Super Nintendo, Mario Land is in yeah. hell. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It is. You have to take Descend the, to the bowels. Yeah, you have to go past hell, and then you'll get to Nintendo <laughs> Land. It doesn't. It's like it takes like an hour and a half to get over there from the is, entrance of the park to. This is to such the a land. niche thing that we're talking about. <laughs> But just so everybody knows, <laughs> you go from one section to the yeah. park to, to the other, and you're going to go down to this other section of the park. You're going to go because that's where the Jurassic Park ride is. That's where the that's where ride. Transformers it's, it's ride going. is. Yeah. It's, now it's where Mario is. So you're always going to make the trek. But for people that have been there, they're like, God, yeah, I guess we'll go. I guess I we'll guess. go down. <laughs> and for anybody that hasn't been, they'll be like, let's go. And then you make the journey. And it doesn't matter if you have been there a billion times or if it's your first time. About halfway through the journey, you go, fuck, there's yeah. more stairs. There's so <laughs> many goddamn stairs. Because the Universal was built on like a mountain. And they like in the valley of that mountain is where all the studios <laughs> things are there are escalators there are escalators but these escalators are so damn long that you're like when am i ever going to be off of this one out of seven escalators and then (laughs) it's so fucking steep it's too steep it feels so unnatural when you're on 
There's one aspect of those <laughs> elevator or escalators that are so they're too fucking steep. It's almost vertical. <laughs> it's scary. And you're like, you feel like almost gravity pulling you backwards to be like, yep. to fall back down. And if you, and God bless you, if you turn around and look down at well, any moment, <laughs> someone's crotch is behind your head. And then your crotch is behind somebody's head. Cause you're just surrounded by people. Yep. Uh, it's miserable the way down is a little bit more fun because you get to see like the nintendo world like from high up and you get to see like the whole thing from the escalators and then you start to see like the jurassic park stuff and you're like oh yeah yeah but the way back up is like miserable and these escalators are just some of the technology that was gifted to us from the previous batch of aliens that we caught and held on to so who knows (laughs) what we're gonna get this time it's crazy folks you're here it is true Oh, and okay, so we should wrap it up. <laughs> Aliens um, land, and they're like, "Yo, we got you. Got you. We got the hookup. You see those stairs?" And you're like, "Yeah." They're like, "We can make a move." Are those the same <laughs> aliens that made automatic doors at grocery stores and stuff? Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> they're like, "We can make the stairs move, but don't wear flip flops on them. It gets dangerous." And then, the, <laughs> and then the better aliens come. They're like, "We can cure all these diseases, and we can mm-hmm. do all." Nah, we're good. Like, we got doors. And those guys are like, God damn it. They always come and one up us. Yeah, we just we're, we're sliding out the door to keep escalators. <laughs> they, didn't about escalator. they didn't have escalators. And the, the higher being aliens are like, your escalators always break. We gave them penicillin. <laughs> your escalators barely work. Your yeah. escalators are just a lawsuit <laughs> waiting to happen. They're moving did you, litigation. Did you see what Universal Studios did with your escalators? They went too far, man. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Some people can't even do it. Okay, so we should wrap this up. But before that, I wanted to say, since we're kind of, uh, you know, we haven't had Elliot back in a bit, and I did want to talk about Zelda for a very brief moment. (laughs) But Elliot, are you still playing Zelda? Yeah, I am. I I beat it. Oh, you beat it? Yeah, I beat it. So now I'm I'm still playing. You know, I didn't like 100% it, but I did the main quest. Okay, so for me, like when Breath of the Wild came out, I basically played and played and played and played until I got to a point where I was like, I guess I can go beat the game now and I can go like yeah. do the final quest or something, even though I had all those like side quests and shit still going on. And so I went and beat the game and I was like, I'll just go back and do the side quest. And then I just never did. Oh, really? So I'm oh, scared wow. of doing that this time. I'm yeah. going to try to like... Yep. Hold off. Beat Hold everything off. around it. Yeah. But I did, I want I did want to say that um I did acquire the master sword. Nice. Okay, so then I, you're pretty far along. I now have the master sword, yeah. Isn't Me that too. cool how you do Me that? Too. Oh, it was nice. So Joe. cool. Oh, Joe yeah. has it too. Oh yeah. I got yeah? it. Yeah? Have you been playing? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm very and you j- when did you get the master sword? It was it recent? Earlier this week, I think. Me too. Same. Yeah. Good. It was very you, rewarding um, and one and cool. I loved have, it. Have you done all the memories? No, oh, yeah. I haven't oh, done yeah. all the memories. I also still haven't unlocked all of the towers. I'm still like in a in a wow. not full map, and I've barely discovered uh, the the depths. I've barely explored the depths oh, at I'm all. So much farther than you. <laughs> yeah, but, which is when I I feel like maybe I got the master sword a little early, but it but this I'm makes like, things easier for you. I That's think it. so too. Because it'll have, break, but then it'll rejuvenate, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. And you can fuse stuff to it as well. You can still fuse. I'm stuff. scared of doing that. Does that do anything when you do that? Like it doesn't, it other does than it just else. makes it more. Okay. It just eventually breaks and then it comes back. And it comes um, back without the fused item. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll fuck with that then. Do you, have you guys gone to the guy to get more energy cells? Oh, yes. So that just okay, changed cool. my life. That's very helpful. What is yeah. that? So you know how you only have a, those battery things yeah, that you have? Yeah. You can go to a guy right outside, a little robot right outside of um, Lookout Landing, and you can give him your energy, um, those little diamond energy cells that you have. In exchange, he'll give you more battery power so you can make more stuff. Is that guy in longer. the sky area? Yes, he's in the sky <laughs> as well. Oh, he is in the sky, but he is also yeah. right outside on the land. Uh, like right where you start when you start in the game? Yeah. Between okay, I'm going to go back there. Between lookout landing and the um, entrance to the castle. It, uh, if you do, that changes your life. But if you haven't explored the depths too much, you probably don't have a lot true. to trade. So, yeah, but true. Whoo, it changes everything. I yep. just went to, so I was like, all right, I might as well go down to the depths and do some work down there. And I had that mission where I had to follow that, um, those banana ninja guys, the guys that like the bananas. I love that. The yeah. Hika clan or something. Higa. The, yeah. Higa, Higa. And uh, so I just went to go like uh, face that like leader of the Higa clan in his like flying contraption. And so That's I just Koga. did that one. So I'm like, all right, I'll stay in the depths for a little bit and just kind of clean out, clean house a little. He's a fun subplot. Yep. Yeah. It's cool. I like that, that they, that it's like, I love about the story, maybe a little bit of a spoiler alert, but all this like Zonai technology, it seems like people are kind of like sort of adopting it all around Hyrule, but they don't really know what to do with it. But the Higa clan seems to be the closest to like figuring out how all of the Ziga or the, um, the uh what do they call the Zonai. technology the zone technology works and i like that they're like reverse engineering it along while like link kind of knows a little bit more but i do love that aspect of the story i think it's really cool yeah and i like how the you clan's always trying to trap you and get you yeah like, like they'll leave bananas out yeah like, or like anytime there's like a hyrulean like down in the depths you're like what are you doing down here yeah. and it's like nope it's a higa clan guy well, every time <laughs> i wish they were a little harder to beat they're too easy i know they're so easy with the, like electricity kills them in a second oh really? Dude, everything's oh, everything yeah. there's like a there's like a hack for everything in the game like the lionel things like the big like from breath of the wild that i'm were so like, scared of them i haven't fought one yet Dude, if you have puff shrooms and the muddle bud stuff, like even just puff shrooms, you hit them with a puff shroom, you just go and you just destroy them in seconds. Oh, really? Because they're just that. like confused and they'll yep. just be like stuck confused. Yep. There's Whoa. um, there's a coliseum under the coliseum that where the coliseum ruins are, and they yeah. have like it get traps you in there, and it's like a bunch of them at the, and they are very difficult, and that you get a cool treat at the end. They're Love those Lionel treats. things. You're like fighting them one by one or something. Oh my yeah. god! It's very cool. It's very fun. And I had I died multiple. I was like, oh, this is harder than like almost as hard as the last battle. Dude, but, I uh, I um, wow, that's really scary. I'm I didn't know that about that. the puffer about the puff thing. Me neither. I'm gonna do that. The muddle um, thing also, is. Yeah. I'm scared of the big dragons. Like I, I fought the ice dragon, and but there's like a fire breathing dragon that's like on a bridge. Yeah. That I'm like scared of facing. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I, those scare me. There's a king one too. There's oh one god. Yeah. Is there a is it uh is there a term for what happens when you play one game and then you play another game? Like I've been and when you play that other game, 
you're still in the muscle memory of the controls of the others. That's a good, yeah. Is there we, a term we, for that? Because you call I call it like phantom gaming or something. Yeah, phantom like, phantom controller phantom, syndrome. phantom controller, yeah. <laughs> I went from playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. My son was like, will you play some Fortnite with me? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll play some Fortnite with you. And I went in and I started playing Fortnite and I jumped off of a building. And you're like, I'm going to open up my, my I glider. Tried to, <laughs> <laughs> to open up my non-existent glider. It died right away, like in seconds. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh I, no. I, I, I've been in Fortnite trying to like climb. I want to like climb the mountain really quick to get up. Yeah. Yep. Did you guys do the in breath or uh, tears of the kingdom the land where you like jump real you're in slow mo? Oh yeah, yeah. It's cool. Like, Whoa, like, I don't know the, that. It's like an anti gravity. There's a couple yeah, areas yeah. that you can do it. It's when fun. you go That's real cool. high up in the sky, gravity. Yeah. Uh, I am. Um, I went to the. Um, I wanted to show my girlfriend the uh, Kor- Korok forest, the Korok, or how do you mm-hmm. say those? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Lost Woods. And so I went and I saw that it was all fucked up, and 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 uh, the, the what do they call the red stuff that came down from the gloom? gloom. Yeah, the Baby. gloom or the gloom has been ruining the that area, and I was like, oh no, it's not all cute and shit. What do I do? And so I went into the tree's tummy and fought those like skeleton hand gloom things and then that fucking demon ghost of ganondorf came out of fucking nowhere and i was like not ready for that battle (laughs) no he scares the shit out of me it's so scary and i'm like i forgot how scary and hard this game can get like even though you're like doing the most pleasant things most of the time you know (laughs) and then suddenly there's this fucking horrifying inescapable ghost nightmare and you're like fuck i mean i managed to beat him without dying actually but oh i I went through all of my Oh, I went through, well, the I, gamer over here. No, he's a Zelda adult. I went a through, Zelda <laughs> That's what it is. I went through all of my, like, healing resources almost, like, all of my meals and shit just to, like, beat that fucking guy. But I found, like, I had, like, a sword because I've got the amiibos. Uh, and so I get, I've been getting, like, really cool weapons and stuff from just fucking with the amiibos. So I just I had like a really good weapon that I just like destroyed him with pretty oh, much. Nice. But it but it took a while and it was scary as fuck. Yep. It was real good. <laughs> Those guys scare the crap out of me. Uh, I know. I, is there more? There's more of that? Oh god. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. Um Damn. So I got a uh, one little fun fact for you before we leave. Steve, uh, I think I mentioned this to you, but I just want to say it to you, Elliot. Uh so I bet I had to do a video on Elton John over oh, yeah, at the this React. is great. This is a fun fact that you'll be able to talk about at parties, or perhaps it comes up at bar trivia. As we all know, Elton John uh, was part of the duo along with Tim Rice that did the Lion King soundtrack. Wrote all the songs, performed them. You know that, right? So Can You Feel the Love Tonight was one of those songs. And turns out there are some well-known background singers on that song that you did not know existed on that song. One of them was Kiki D. Now, Kiki D was the woman that he did the duet with of uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Don't go breaking my heart. I love that. So he must have just been like, why don't you come do this? Yep. And that's why don't you come join me? 20-year gap. Like, Don't Go Breaking My Heart was like 1976 or something. And then Lion King was 1994. So, wow, that's really cool. They brought him in. And then, also on the background of that track, was none other than Rick Astley. Hmm. 
Mr. Rick Roll himself. Mr. Rick Roll himself was on uh is on that uh his voice is somewhere on the Lion King soundtrack multiple back, times, I guess. singing on Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Oh, I wish there was footage of that. That'd be that nice. interesting. I know. Yeah, I that is interesting. <laughs> Do you That's think Rick, is Rick Astley are, like what's the connection there? Rick Astley and Elton John are friends or something? What if it was a money uh, thing? I don't, it was like oh, get all your buddies that haven't that are right? struggling and then they get a little residual give them thing. a nice job and yeah they'll get some residual checks and shit yeah yeah perhaps yeah i mean we all know that he had a gloriously deep voice so yeah yeah you know maybe it helped maybe it helped with the lower registers the lower tones wow i love that piece of that i love a trivia that just gets you and you're like i didn't know that and i know all sorts of dumb shit about yep. that kind of stuff and here's another one i've got a lot of elton john stuff in my mind right now uh back in 2001 that was when robert downey jr was pretty much still blacklisted from hollywood they were like nope we want nothing to do with you he was in rehab and one person reached out to him and was like you know what i want to give you a shot i believe in you and Elton John was like, I don't want to be in my music videos anymore. I'm looking for people to do it. Would you like to be the star of my music video? And Robert Downey Jr. was like, yeah, nobody else is giving me a chance. I'll do it. So he left rehab for like two days to shoot the video for I Want Love with Elton John. And it was Whoa. the first bit of week, uh, first bit of work that he got post kind of getting like shit wow. on by Hollywood. Yeah. Whoa. Did it like reinvigorate? Oh. Did it like reignite his career a little bit? I mean, it probably helped. Wow. Showing that he could be professional, showing that he could still perform, yeah. showing you know, and return to that. rehab, fill fill out his figure, you know, finish his thing. Did you did you guys know that the name America is were named after a fraudulent um, uh, navigator who was a contemporary of Columbus, and he came up with this whole travel log that he completely made up and was a fraud, but it didn't stop a German map maker from naming a hunk of land after him. And so uh, fraud and con is con men are baked into the um, very fabric of our society. Whoa. It's not. And, and, and after they named it that, and they were naming all of the States, they started bringing in people like Rick Astley, Robert Downey Jr. And um, the yep. girl who did the, the wizard of, that they're yeah, bringing into the heart. presidential. Yeah. And then the wizard from the UAP task force. <laughs> <laughs> and i have covid so <laughs> and and Elliot has covid yeah. well that's wonderful i love we learned a little something at the end of the show today i like that do you guys yeah, know that fun. yankee doodle when he said macaroni put a uh that that song was originally uh, uh the british were singing it to mock uh americans and put a feather in the cap and call it macaroni as a reference to italian fashion because they were so dumb that they thought putting a feather in their cap would make them macaroni in high wow. fashion it is and, kind of a diss isn't it yep, put a feather in his cap and then call, call it macaroni, macaroni. And we started and defeating them yankee and singing doodle it back. sounds like a, a mockery yep. also of yankees and Yep, it is. Yep. Wow, that's um, so funny. And now we've just adopted it as like our anthem yeah. of America. Yeah, that's <laughs> so funny. The music video for I'm Still Standing by Elton John was shot in two days in, Can in Cannes. And after the first day of shooting, the cameraman dropped the camera in the ocean and they lost all of the footage. So they had to do the whole music video on the second day. But here's the thing. This is music video like rock star lore shit. Duran Duran happened upon Elton John the day that they lost the footage oh. and they were like, we're going to get you fucked up, Elton John. And they got him obliterated all night. Like they sat him down and they got him shit drunk. <laughs> so the next day he had to do the whole music video hungover and just miserable <laughs> because Duran having to do it over again. <laughs> 
Duran Duran thought it was funny to get him fucked up. On top of having him lose his whole music video and shit. Yep. That's really funny. Damn. That's better than the facts. All right. Uh, Thanks, well, great everybody. job, everybody. Thank you for listening. Elliot, get well soon. Thank that you, goes you for too. you and your lovely bride. Amen. Thank you. And Joe, good I'll luck to you too, my friend. Thanks, and man. I love, I please bring, keep bringing all the research you're doing for react oh, stuff. Please bring all the, the juiciest morsels back to the Valley folk. William. Oh, I've got so many morsels and you got to get wait. them out of my head before I forget them inevitably because my brain is dying. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time on the Valley cast. That'd be so funny if Kevin jumped in right now. <laughs> hey, okay. I've got something to say. <laughs> Is it